clock in, never clock out. No way with the slackers. No, no way with the slackers. No, 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 no way with the slackers. Clock in, never clock out. Clock in, never clock out. Clock in, never clock out. Welcome, welcome to the Path of Revelation show. I'm your host, Gabriel Parker, and this is where the culture meets scripture. A large part of today's show is going to be the Who's on the Cause segment. I'm so excited. I'm going to be sharing a phone conversation between me and my partner, Matthew Mitchell. You know, for most of you guys who follow our music, you know, Path of Revelation is made up of Gabriel, myself, and my best friend, Matt. And I've been getting a lot of people asking like, yo, when is Matt going to make an appearance or make a hearing on the show and so this is that episode you know my goal is to have Matt and he he knows this I've let him know my goal is to have Matt on a lot more you know you know our schedules have been uh conflicting and different you know especially with family and everything but my goal is to have Matt on more regularly but I'm gonna play a conversation between Matt and I where we're talking about Christians and pornography. You know, this is a real topic. You know, I know a lot of Christians, not just men, but I I know for a fact that a lot of Christians, men and women, wrestle with pornography and sexual sin. And so I want to play this conversation because most of you guys who are familiar with our ministry and familiar with the song The Night, You know, I shared my testimony on that song. And what we want to do is um, I want I want to share this phone conversation because we both talk about in detail how we both wrestled with pornography and and temptation and sexual sin, even while we were in ministry. And so through this conversation, I believe you're going to be encouraged. You're going to also be equipped and given tools to walk away with that you can apply immediately to help you live and walk out a victorious life in Christ, overcoming sin, overcoming temptation, overcoming pornography. And so, listen, you don't want to miss this. Share this with somebody as well. I know this is a hot topic. And so I know this episode will more than likely bring in some new listeners who are new to the Path of Revelation show. And so I want to take this time to encourage you to subscribe to the show on if you listen by way of Apple, Google Podcasts, Spotify, however you listen to your podcast, hit the subscribe button because you most definitely want to hear the content on this show. I don't, I'm not sure of how many Christian podcasts are out here like this particular show, and I may be biased, but I really believe in the content and, and the, 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 the art and the, the creativity and the content that's being put out through the Path of Revelation show. And so share it with somebody. Make sure you subscribe. Go back and check out the previous shows. You know, I always say, You know, I don't want the Path of Revelation show to be a trendy show. And what I mean by trendy is, you know, we're just dealing with trendy topics. We're not a tabloid show. And what that means is these topics don't have an expiration date on them. And so whether you're listening to episode one or episode 10, it's relevant because we specifically are trying to Well, I'm specifically setting out to deal with culture and help you effectively apply God's word to things that we that we encounter every day and whether it be in the media or in entertainment. So make sure you subscribe to the Path of Revelation show. Also, I have an update. Path of Revelation. Drum roll. I don't know what type of drum roll that was, but. Path of Revelation will be releasing new music either by the beginning of June or the end of May. And not just new music, but a specifically a new EP. Yes, we're going to have a new project dropping the end of May, beginning of June, God willing. 
And so Matt and I, we're in the process of creating new music and I'm still looking to drop my solo project this year as well. I'm going to be dropping some singles um, prior to both projects releasing. But listen, I want to hop into the featured song for this episode, which is our song, The Night. It's featuring Katrina uh, at the time, Katrina Mitchell, now Katrina Campbell, and it's from our latest album, Everything Changes. Make sure you you hit get that album if you haven't heard it. It's available on all digital outlets uh, from Google, YouTube, Apple Music, however you listen to music. Get it. But here's the night. Let's hop into it.
on the call? Who's on the call? Uh, who's on the call? Who's on the call? Who's on the call? Welcome to the new segment, Who's on the Call? Where the purpose of this segment is to stress the importance of having godly friends who will hold you accountable and challenge you. And so, in this segment, I'm going to be playing a phone conversation between me and Matt, where we talk about our past struggles with pornography. You know, one of the things I'm finding is a lot of Christians wrestle with pornography, and it's a struggle. So we discussed and give you tips on how to overcome. So here's our conversation. So um, I know most people know that we did the song The Night and most people hear my verse on the song The Night you know where I was I share my share my testimony of how I struggled and really wrestled with pornography uh while I was in ministry and um you know I, and I know that was a challenge that was something that you wrestled with as well but you didn't obviously you didn't share that in our song, you know, because for the sake of having a variety of angles to address the topic. But um, so I guess, you know, we could just talk through it, man, and, and kind of, you know, go through it. And, and so as far as your testimony, man, how did you like what's you know, tell me about like how did how did that. How do you think it started with you as far as, you know, your 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 struggle or your challenge in that area? Yeah, um, it really started when I was younger. Um, I really didn't know what I was getting myself into uh, as a kid. Um, it's crazy because as a kid, you just doing what you heard other people do or you see other people doing. And, you know, um, let's at that time was just being, was being um, introduced to me at that time. And I didn't know what to call it. <clears throat> right. I just knew it was kind of wrong, you know what I mean? Um, I think at the age of nine or whatever, and it just it's kind of stuck, you know what I mean? Like it's something that I've never dealt with. Um, yeah. And it wasn't even really taught really um, how to deal with this and what it is. Right. So um, it, it grew. You know, as I got older, going into my teens, started lusting after uh, different women, and I was eventually introduced <coughs> to um, pornography in my teens. <coughs> you know, of course, you got you know different um, levels, I guess, of pornography, but um, got introduced to it, and um, I couldn't turn it off. You know what I mean? I couldn't. I, you know, I, I didn't know what to do with it. I knew it was wrong. Um, I started maturing in the faith, but it was something that I was bound by. And, um, yeah, it, it went all the way to college and, you know, saved and, you know, filled with the spirit, but it was bound. <clears throat> so, um, I got with my wife and, uh, and we weren't married yet at the time, but it manifested in that relationship to where, you know, <clears throat> we were having sex before marriage. And, um, I knew for myself that, that was something that I promised myself to keep myself before the Lord <clears throat> that I that I wanted to do, but lust had a different <laughs> had a different uh, say about it or whatever. And um, right. but yeah, that was mainly my start in how you know I, I began to get very much so indulged in, in, in it and how it became like a part of my life. And um, yeah, man, it, it was crazy, man. And I know you had the, the part in the verse or, or in the song as far as your verse in it. Mm-hmm. I really wanted to come from it, from my angle too, you know what I mean? But we hit it out the park, and I believe God had it work with that. But, um, you know, I, in some way, shape, or form or fashion, we all deal with lust um, in some form or fashion. Um, and I believe it's, it's very important for us to actually talk about it and see how we can get deliverance to it. Not mm-hmm. just talk about it to expose it, <clears throat> or, you know, just to be... Um, Right, right. And I think I think one of the biggest tricks of the enemy in this area, because one of the things that especially 
since we released the song the night i've had a lot of uh brothers in the faith reach out to me for help saying hey gabe i'm struggling with this i'm wrestling with this and you know how did you overcome you know and and one of the things that i've i've learned is that the enemy will try to keep you in isolation especially especially with this particular scene keep you in isolation because even as i as i think about it matt the timelines you know as we get older and mature in our in our in our friendship and mature as men and in our walk with the lord like as we started confessing to we each other about the the years that we were really wrestling with this and in college and time i realized the time frame like yo it was stuff i wasn't telling you as you as the, the the stuff that you you know for whatever reason you you the the things that you didn't feel comfortable confessing to me i didn't feel comfortable confessing to you and what i realized in it it was a form of self-righteousness that's it um we you know because here's the reality self-righteousness will keep you from confessing your faults to your accountability your accountability circle you know james you know the the book of james chapter 5 um i believe starting at verse 14 or 15 or 16 it, it talks about the importance of confessing your faults one to another for the sake of healing that that your brother or your sister in the lord can pray for you that you pray for one another that you be healed and 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 i realized like um and and if if i can go back mentally uh you and i for those who don't have no idea you know we 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 did campus ministry together we weren't just rapping together but we were in the trenches together evangelizing to to the lost on campus making disciples <clears throat> and so we were we were examples in school and so i think because of our position in our church and in in college we we had a reputation in our minds to live up to (laughs) and the the crazy thing i'm gonna cut you off the crazy thing about it we 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 best friends you know what i mean like that's crazy this goes to show you this goes to show you how pride works and you know um destruction it's, it's right before you if you're if you're living your life in pride. You know what I mean? The scripture mm. talks about it. You know, pride goes before a haughty fall. And Man. even us being saved, you know, um, being um, diligent in ministry, being best friends, we, that's something in our life. Probably one thing we did not confess to each other is that one thing. Yep. And, you know, and I, I think that's what held us in bondage it's because we didn't have anything to or we didn't <clears throat> confess. We didn't decide to confess that to each other Man. and hold each other accountable. So, you know, a lot of people, you know, like you said, people have come to you, people have come to me about, you know, the song, and a lot of people ask, you know, how can you get delivered, you know, from, from you know, the thing that's been plaguing you for a long time and nobody knows. And, well, of course, you're praying, you're fasting, you're doing, you're reading the word, you're seeking God continuously. But the key thing is fellowship and yes. accountability. But if you don't have accountability, there is no way. I, I won't say there was no way, but the odds of you overcoming something is is, is very hard. Like you're making it harder on yourself. Man. And I had to come to that realization myself. Um, I remember we had an engagement out in Kalamazoo. And this is where, for me, I, I believe for both of us, it kind of broke. Yes. We started exposing it. I we started agree. exposing what was going on. Um, and as the Spirit of the Lord began, began to reveal and stuff more, more and more to us, as we were in the car, we was, we found ourselves on the same page. And yeah. we found our deliverance right there in the car because we were able to confess. And I knew you were going to be my accountability, and you knew I was going to be your accountability. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and you know and, and you are you are one hundred and ten thousand percent right about the trip to Kalamazoo because I remember that like it was yesterday, and it wasn't it wasn't like we didn't keep each other accountable. Right, 
but it was another level of mm-hmm. rawness and and there you go. It, it's there okay we need okay because there's so much in this right now we have to be able to be honest and raw with our friends um, in the Lord. And, and what I mean by that, I have if I'm dealing with something in my in my in my flesh or, or, or a battle that I'm having t- being tempted in an area, I, we all need someone or a group of individuals that we can go to and be like, yo, I'm messing up. I'm not on my game. And we have to be ha- we we need people that we can do that to and 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 know that hey, they're not going to turn around and condemn us. And and know that that person is going to challenge us and not affirm and not affirm that sin, but actually challenge us and encourage us to walk in the ways of the Lord, to walk in in truth, because here's here's one of the things that I realized, Matt, because I've had people come to me and be like, man, I'm praying and fasting and, and, and I'm still battling with it. And one of the areas I see that many times we fail in in, in, in temptation and sexual sin is it's, it's usually the gateways. The gateways that we fail to close is usually our, it's the entertainment. And the people that we have in our lives, the friendships, the unfruitful friendships, because, you know, it may be a cousin, it may be a brother or it may be a best friend. People that we're unwilling to cut off um, relationships that we are unwilling to cut off for the sake of loyalty to them. We end up we end up having loyalty to people, uh, loyalty to people over loyalty to God. And, and the Bible says, blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the seat. Of, and, and Jesus even said, you know, if you if you put your mother or father or brother or sister over me, you're not worthy of the kingdom. Right. Right. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's crazy, man, because, you know, in us trying to keep our friends and our family, you know, we try to make it work with that, right? So, um, you can have a friend that that doesn't necessarily be on the same wavelength. When I say wavelength, like um, goals, aspiration in the Lord. Um, right. If you're trying to have somebody that's not like-minded, that's not shooting to the you know to 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 the mark of the calling of a high calling of Jesus Christ in, in their life, like you're trying to do. And you're trying to confess something that's like falling on, you know, rocky ground. You know what I mean? Right. Like it's not it's, like you can't expect you to confess somebody, uh, confess to somebody what's going through you, and them try to hold you up if they're not even uh, even trying to hold themselves up. You know what I mean? Right. So, they they'll end up celebrating or saying, "Oh man, did you, did you hit?" <laughs> you know, right. you know, like right. I don't need I don't need to hear I don't need we don't. We don't need to hear that, but go ahead. Right, right. No, no, you, you hear me. I mean, because um, me and my wife, we, we counseled this uh, young lady, and, you know, we tell her we tell her often that a crowd that you're hanging around, the people that you're around is going to affect you more than you, can, than you can imagine or that you know. Um, right. So she's had some people around her to where, you know, she's been... One one moment stable in the faith, second moment, you know, she's shaky because we already knew that she started going back to her old life, her old friends, this and that and the other. So, you know, we see a roller coaster ride continuously with her, and we're trying to stress the point of look at the people around you and see what's going on. You know, if if you need to call us all the time, like call us, like let us know what's going on. Right. You know what I mean? Like we're we're here to pray with you, to deal with you, to to disciple you, whatever it is. But people are, are sometimes unwilling to give up that friend or that family member just for the sake of comfortability, for familiarity. You know, and it and it's their detriment to their walk right now. So, yeah. in us trying to confess, we have to find like-minded people. 
if we're not finding like-minded people, then that's where that's where we go all wrong at, man. Right. And the Bible, the Bible encourages us not to be unequally yoked. And, and, and what that means is if 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 you and I are friends, I love you as a brother. But if you're not trying to live for Christ and you and, and, and you and you are living for the world. Now, I have to learn how to love you from a distance if 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 I'm not able to minister to you and and pour into you, I have to learn how to love you from a distance. And and, and, and that doesn't mean that I can't ever talk to you or 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 that that I have to treat you like you have leprosy or something like, man, oh, no. Nah. Oh, let me screen. Let me screen match cause I can't talk to him ever again. No, that's not. But I have to learn how to. We have to learn how to love people from a distance if we see that yeah. they're not going in the same direction as us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but the Bible says, you know, take heed lest ye fall. You know, it, it, it's, it, there's a scripture um, where there's a parable. I forget. Um, well, it's in the scriptures in the Bible. I forget if Jesus told it. But basically, the parable talks about how um, if you have a brother, and, you know, if you have a brother that's that's hanging off of a cliff, you know, and you go to help that brother and off to the cliff, but then you trying to help that brother and off to the cliff because they're not in the same, um, they're not thinking the same way. They're, they're just une unequally yoked pretty much. Yeah. And you're helping that brother and off the cliff. That's where the Bible talks about, you know, take heed and she fall because you can be in that same predicament hanging off the cliff just like the other gentleman or the other sister is. Right. So, not saying that we're not supposed to bend down and help and cover our, uh, our brothers and sisters in prayer, but the Bible specifically tells us to watch our uh, who we're associating with and, yeah. and make sure you know that we're not in that predicament to where we can fall or or be a, um, a stumbling block to somebody else. Right. So I mean, it's, it's deep on so many <clears throat> levels, man. Like we can't just be comfortable and who we have around us, like, it's, that's, it's vital into our, our growth and our, and our walking in God. Yeah. And and the Bible also says, because everything you're saying is so on point, the Bible also says evil communication corrupts good manners. Mm. Um, there's been times where, you know, I've I've been going through it in school and, and I didn't want to let certain friends go because I wanted to be in the in crowd or I didn't want to feel like I was missing something. And the Holy Spirit was convicting me the whole time. Like, hey, you're not influencing them. So it's time to let them go. But me wanting to do what I want to do. I'm around these this group of friends. And, and I'm talking about in high school and middle school. And, and I find myself laughing at stuff that I shouldn't be laughing at. I find myself talking about things that that I shouldn't be talking about. And, and, and now I find myself thinking about things um, that I shouldn't be thinking about. And now I begin to wrestle with my actions because the Bible says, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. And so, and so by me not separating myself, I create, we create strongholds for ourselves that we don't have to, if we just obey in the beginning. And so when we talking about pornography, just to kind of tie it into the, the original topic, a lot of times, man, we wrestle with stuff because we don't obey God in the beginning. We don't, we, if, if we just, if we just set the right parameters for ourselves, because we don't talk about the importance of atmosphere either. If the atmosphere is conducive for something, that's what's going to be produced. And so if I'm around, um, sex and sex talking, and, 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 and music that glorifies these things, why would I think I'm not going to wrestle with these things? Boy, you. you. know, I tell you. <laughs> it, it, it doesn't make any sense. And, and it's, it's, it's going, I'm sorry, man. No, you good. I, I want to interject this point. Like, okay, if you're, I, I know you, I know we've all heard of people, you know, if, if you're in a basketball game, right, if you're on a basketball team, mm -hmm. you know, and you're 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 getting you're warming up. You got your pregame music on. That pregame music is meant to do what? It's meant to hype you up. Yeah. It's meant to set the mood for what you're gonna do in, in a game. You know, setting the it's just setting the mindset. Right. So 
people take these kind of situations to where music is a warm-up or a pre-game warm-up. Mm. If we're pre-game warming up to sex, guess what? <laughs> Eventually, the game situation is going to go down and you're going to start having sex. Right. You're going to start committing some type of um, lustful action that goes against scripture. So right. it's all about, it's like you said, you said something about gates, you know, we have to be careful about the gates, like our ears, our eyes, mm-hmm. our noses, you know, um, the things that uh, when we were in sin, when we smell stuff, you know, when we got saved and we smelled that same thing, it reminded us back in our sinful state, you know what I mean? Right. So, you know, our eyes and our ears are very very important gates that we have to make sure that we are covered by and that we're we're making sure that nothing or anything is just coming into those gates because they can deter you from your faith. They can deter you into a way where you're, you know, where where you're rejecting scripture or just totally ignoring scripture. You know, so um, gates are a very important thing, man, when you're trying to uh, battle lust and battle pornography. Like, if if you're actually taking time to listen to these pre-games. I, li- I like the analogy of the pre-game. Yeah, that's if, real. If you, if, you, if you actually set the tone from your pre-game and you're trying to, you know, um, uh, um, trying to avoid sex, but guess what? Your pre-game is saying something different. So that's when you start going in the line of your pre-game uh, music or whatever you're hearing or whatever. But I don't know, man. It's just... No, that's real. Yeah. No, that's that's real as as far as the pregame analogy. You know, we have to watch our eye. You know, this is what I'm finding, Matt. A lot of Christians want to want to learn how to do Christianity without having to deny themselves. And so what I'm learning is the Lord has really been dealing with me about getting back to the basics, getting back to prayer getting back to reading your word, getting back to fasting, getting back to sanctifying yourself. And and that just really means setting yourself apart for God, submitting to God. You know, we, we want the benefits of walking in Christ. Um, the freedom that comes with walking in Christ while not being willing to let go of bondage, not willing to being, not willing to being let, not willing to let go of sin in our lives and and so I, I feel like man we're in a culture of of believers who are on the fence about things and, and they wrestle with things like they 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 feel the effects of the consequences of sin in their life but they they're, they're addicted to the pleasure of, of sin because that's the reality of sin sin wouldn't be an issue if it didn't feel good <laughs> You know, we this we wouldn't be having this conversation. <laughs> you know, but but we we have to we have to learn how to deny ourselves. And one of the things that I've I learned, you know, because my struggle with with pornography, um, really start before I was introduced to pornography, I was it, I started off. Uh, playing again um, with, 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 with females in school, in middle school, or e- even in, in, in elementary school, you know, the females there, you know, some some things were awakened in, in elementary school. Wow, yeah, and, yeah. And, and, then, and then I remember one particular Sunday, um, it was me and, and, and family members, and we went over a friend's house, and they had his female cousins were there and we decided to play the game high go Gideo. <laughs> and, <laughs> little freaky freakies. Nah, but and, and 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 here's the crazy part about it. I had the opportunity to either go to church. I was at the age where my parents was like, "Hey, you you know, this is when we were having night service on Sundays too." I'm like, "Man, I already went to church in the morning, man. I didn't want to go again." So I decided to go with my family members who were who were boys as well. And we went over to my friend's house because we knew there was girls there. And I knew I shouldn't have been there because I had a feeling like, man, it ain't nothing good about to come out of this. And I feel like that was a time that really opened me up to 
and, wow. and, and, and open and you know got me even more curious about things and um and and so I knew the importance of living for the for God uh, but I was in a position such a position where it felt like man I don't even know how to be real and confess confess this you know what I'm saying I don't know how to talk about it you know and, and you know because I don't want to come off as weak and 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 here's the reality here's what I learned it's not our righteousness anyway. <laughs> it's sa- salvation. Salvation doesn't belong. It's of the Lord. It's not ours. It's not something that we did to be in right standing with God to begin with. So the Bible says salvation is of the Lord. It's not of any works that we should be able to boast. And so one of the scriptures that has really helped me throughout with this particular when I was in this particular temptation or even helps me today when I wrestle with stuff is first John chapter three, verse 20. It says, if your heart condemns you, God is greater than your heart because our heart will condemn us. You know, you know, our get that, that guilt, man. Talk about the guilt, man. Like the guilt part, man. Like, yeah. And you know, the guilt would definitely have you, um, either hating yourself or making you feel like you failed. Um, but, you know, the good thing about what Jesus did for us, you know, he died, you know, yeah, while we were sinners, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. he died, he died, and that wasn't just the end of it. Like, his, like he died, but his, the resurrecting power, you know, uh, of, of what Jesus did on the cross and him resurrecting is still living in us so we can be resurrected, mm-hmm. you know, from any, any deeds that we've done. So it, there have been times where I felt so convicted or felt so bad, like, you know, like, man, God ain't got ain't gonna want nothing to do with me because I did slip and fall, you know. And that scripture, I remember you pointed that scripture out to me um, in First John 3 and that actually helped me out. Like, I'm like, man, yeah. like, that's powerful. You know what I mean? Like, that's stuff that you actually need to, 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 to um, have in your, in your repertoire when you are just being period, um, living as a, as a soldier and as a, a vessel of the Lord. Like, because there are times where you're going to fall. Like, you're, and, you know, you're not going to be perfect. We're not perfect beings right. at all. You know, so we're, we're imperfect. We're yep. perfectly imperfect, you know what I mean? So, yep. um, uh, but there are times when you are going to feel convicted, you know what I mean? But God is a restorer, you know, to to those who seek after him. So um, that's that's something that I've been actually in my walk. I've constantly got to remind myself and, and, and it's actually growing me even in this time right now to where, you know, um, I want to be perfected in him and, you saying is good because here's the reality we are saved we're justified when we fall when jesus said it is finished he meant it and so if we are in christ the bible says when we can we he's faithful and just to cleanse us of all unrighteousness um we're we're justified so even when we do sin we have an advocate in christ um, who, 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 who is the mediator, uh, on our behalf to say, Hey man, they're covered in the blood. And so now our conviction is really just walking out that reality is, 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 is walking out and, and repenting of our sin and, and, and turning away from our sin, living out the, out the reality that we are already justified. And, and so and so that's something that I, I had to realize, too, and, and constantly have to remind myself, I am free. Yeah. And, that, right. and, and that justification, salvation is, is twofold. You know, I'm, ju- I'm, ju- I'm, I'm, whole, I'm justified before God, meaning I'm completely innocent now by the blood of Jesus. Yep. And, and, and now sanctification is, me, is the process of me walking out my holiness in that, in that right. reality. And so... You know, we don't have to condemn ourselves. That's why Romans 8 says, yeah, there's, there's no condemnation. Yeah. Condemnation to 
had to bring that up, you know. Mm-hmm. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. Facts. You know, so uh, another scripture, you know, Galatians 5 and 16. Yes. Does this, uh, you know, to walk in the spirit and we will not, we shall not uh, fulfill the lust of the flesh. Yep, so, you are not under the law know, if you walk. You're not, you're not under it, man. Like, you know, so if, I, if our minds are telling us, you know, um, seek after the Lord, seek after what God is, and who God is making you to be, you know, like the spirit of the Lord, you're actually dwelling in that thought. You don't have time to fulfill the lust of the flesh. Facts. Like, you're not giving, you're not giving yourself an opportunity um, to sin, you know what I mean? So, you know, I look at it like this when I see that scripture, like, you're either doing this or that, that. you know, which one are you doing? Right. If you're, if you're living after the spirit, you have no time for the flesh. You know, you know, you have no time for opportunity to fulfill the rest of the flesh. You know, so what are we doing in our time as well? Like, you know, are you, are you, and this kind of goes back to the days, are you fulfilling the rest of the spirit or the rest of the flesh or are you living actually after the spirit? So um, that's, that's a determining factor for me a lot of times when I'm going through things. Like, what am I doing in this time? to actually propel me to God, you know? Man, that's powerful, man. And that and that is something that we have to constantly do. That's why the Bible talks about renewing our mind, you know, uh-huh. and, and it, it you know, that renewing of our mind, that's 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 a constant thing. It didn't say let your mind be made new. It says renew your mind. That means there there's uh-huh. constant thoughts that are coming through our mind that we have to filter out the bad and keep the good and act upon the good. Like, it's it's a constant thing, you know. That's why the Bible says also says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And so we have to actively be hearing God. We have to actively be in, in our word. We have to actively be in prayer and pray without ceasing. And so, man, I think this has been a great uh, conversation. I know you have to get back to 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 work man i'm about to take a lunch and eat something real quick as well and um i'm gonna uh get at you bro i appreciate it yo so that was our conversation the conversation between matt and i talking about wrestling with pornography overcoming sexual lust and and just our story we know that jesus said in matthew chapter 5 28 but I say to you that everyone who looks at a woman with lustful intent has already committed adultery with her in his heart. First Corinthians chapter six, verse 18 tells us to flee or run from sexual immorality. And so this topic isn't something to play around with. And, and, and my prayer is that you know, in, in the conversation conversation that I just played between Matt and I that I gave you guys, we gave you guys some, some tools and some things that you can immediately begin to apply in your life to help you overcome. Because this ain't no joke. And, and I don't take this lightly, you know. And so I, what I want to do really quickly before the show ends is I want to do a quick recap of the things, you know, because I really believe it's three to four areas that we, that if we're not buttoned up in, or if we're not doing what we should be doing, we can open up the door for the enemy. And, and these things, and I know this topic, we're talking about pornography and sexual temptation, but really this applies to sin in your life, period. And so I want to give you three to four things just as a recap to leave you with that if you're struggling with any type of sexual sin or, or, or temptation, these are the three to four things that I if you're if you're buttoned up in, you will you will be you will be an overcomer. And so the first thing is being consistent in prayer, consistency in prayer. You know, the Bible lets us know to pray without ceasing. You know, the the Bible also lets us know that the effectual, fervent prayers 
of the righteous availeth much. And so making sure that you have a consistent prayer life and not just a consistent prayer life, but number two, having a consistent word life. There are people who pray all of time, but because they're not reading and submitting to God's word, they're praying ineffectively. And I dealt with that on one of the previous shows, effective and ineffective prayer. And so you can pray all day till you're blue in the face. But if you're not praying according to the word of God or from a submitted heart, a, a, a heart of submission, then your prayer won't be effective. So number one, a, a, a consistent prayer life. And, uh, and along with that goes number two, a consistent word life, living in the word. And, and between those two things, consecration, you know, learning how to consecrate yourself or in other words, fasting and setting yourself uh, aside for the glory of God. You know, sometimes you, 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 we have to learn how to turn away the plate and turn off social media or turn off the TV and actually fast as unto, as unto the Lord. You know, maybe you might take a, a Wednesday or a Thursday and say, you know what, I'm not going to eat lunch today. I'm not going to do any social media during lunch or, or and I'm going to just pray and read my word during this time and I won't eat until dinner time. Or, you know, you can do a complete fast, you know, but learning how to consecrate yourself, because I, one of the things that I've learned is when you have a consistent life of consecration or deny, or, or, or sacrifice, it makes it that much easier to deny your flesh when you're tempted because you're already in a posture of, of denying self and, 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 and sacrificing your will for the glory of God. And so the third point is solid accountability and fellowship, making sure that you surround yourself with godly friends, godly influence, not just people who say they're Christians, but they don't live by the word, but making sure you surround yourself with godly influence, people who will challenge you in your growth, in your walk with the Lord, not people that are going to congratulate your sin and help celebrate your sin, but people that are going to people that aren't going to condemn you, but challenge you and encourage you in love. And so these three things are extremely important in, 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 in our pursuit of God and in overcoming sin in our life. You know, because when I, one of the things that I always tell uh, people that come to me and um, about struggling with particular sins, and usually it's pornography or 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 just some type of sexual sin, I always ask them like, okay, what type of movie movies are you watching? What type of music are you listening to? What are your friends telling you? What what who do you have in your circle? What are you being influenced by? What is feeding your lust or your flesh? And so one of, one of the things that I've learned is when you have these three things um, consistently active in your life, I, I've learned that it's a lot easier to overcome temptation. And so I pray that this has been a help to you. And my prayer is that you live victoriously, that you don't walk in condemnation, that you don't condemn yourself when you do fall. Because one of the things that I've learned, self-righteousness is a, is a beast. You know, self-righteousness will, will keep you in sin. Self-righteousness will cause you to try to hide your sin while at the same time keeping you in your sin. And so... One of the things that I've learned is, man, I can't we can't beat ourselves up. We have to look at the finished work of Jesus on the cross and know that when he said it is finished, that it was finished and that our freedom and that our deliverance is in him. 
that the same power that raised Jesus from the grave is accessible to us. That when we call on the name of Jesus, the Bible says that we shall be saved and that he is faithful and just to forgive us of all unrighteousness and to cleanse us of our sins. And so we can we can turn to the high priest. The Bible says that we don't have a high priest that cannot be touched with the feelings of our infirmities. But he was as we are tempted in all manners of temptation. He was tempted in all ways, just as we are tempted. And so he can identify with our our uh, challenges and temptation. And because he overcame it, we can overcome it through him. The perfect lamb of God, the 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 the, the one who lived sinless, that we can take refuge in him because he became sin for us that we might become the righteousness of God. So I want to encourage you guys cling to the word of God and take these things down. I, I also want to encourage you guys, if you have any questions or comments about anything you hear on a show, or if you may have a question about this specific topic or just want prayer, go to pathofrevelationnow.com. You can leave your prayer requests. You can leave questions. And, and my goal is to be able to respond to you and, and help you with any uh, questions that you might have. Also, if you have suggestions for future segments or future so shows, you can leave it there as well. But thank you. You have been tuned in to the Path of Revelation show. And this is where the culture meets scripture.